0: Splash blast shields. Up it's and down. Shield. Up and down. Blast shield.
1: blast shields. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this episode. I think more than the first one, because they're they're just it's you know, we you've kinda introduced them all and like they're very casual now, but this is a great episode.
0: Oh yeah. This one went through a lot of interesting stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and we still have a decent amount of little things they threw in there, which is nice. Oh, yes, so much
1: good stuff. Um welcome to the nurture Podcast, everybody. Or actually no, Phil's Phil's doing fucking Phil say you say it. What? what? What I'm, i thought you you're were our host to... for
2: this one, Phil. Remember,
1: you're doing all of Lower Decks. Aren't hey, you? everybody!
2: Welcome to the Nerd Trek podcast. <laughs> Nerd Trek presents Lower Decks, episode two, Envoys. I'm hosting, apparently. This is Phil. You you were, do, you, do you not and, want to do
0: all of them? I no, thought, I thought I we decided this. I don't mind at all.
1: I have like she two big minutes today. I'm good. We
0: communicate wonderfully on this podcast. <laughs> yeah,
1: Point not of the not for your listeners. Not offline for the week between this. We, we do it right on the podcast.
2: Yeah, we're here. Might as
1: well have a meeting. <laughs> uh so yeah welcome
2: uh i'm phil and with me is jeff hello and david hey guys and today it's lower decks episode two envoys, uh 13th bless of you. august
0: 2020 and blah
2: <laughs> sweet so yeah this is a really fun episode it goes it flew by for me uh yeah. it's it's really it's just boimler and beckett trying to get uh a klingon ambassador down to the embassy and boy it sure goes (laughs) it's just amazing i uh, feel
1: like this is um i never saw get him to the greek but i feel like this is kind of like the same oh you
0: have to watch get him to the greek is it it's got that feel to it it. you just have to take him over there it should be easy and then the guy just Everything they lose,
2: the Yeah, they lose General Corinne in every place possible, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so the episode opens up with Mariner and Tindy are walking down the corridor, just pushing a pallet of containers, and all of a sudden you see this little energy being just come floating into the screen. And so, of course, uh, Mariner. D- yeah, yeah, a we've. Lot. So. We've seen random phenomena like this. We haven't seen one that talks or that they were able to jam into a container until or let it. Yeah. I just love how she's That's like, so fuck it, jam it into a container. Yeah, it's going to kill us all. Get it. Get it in here. We can get something. So she's like, <laughs> like so, it just
0: passed through the entire ship hull. It wouldn't pass through the container wall. Like, <laughs>
2: uh, Star Shut Trek, up. Shut up. Shut up.
0: Ah! <laughs> track.
2: He's like, he's like, wait, wait, wait. I can, I can grant wishes. And she's like, oh, I'm listening. <laughs> <This is> great. <laughs> So so she makes the the uh, energy being spit out a brand new tricorder, one of the fancy models that she puts it and it's it purple spits, stripe. Yeah. So it takes <laughs> it takes some of its life force to squirt out a tricorder and she's looking at it. And she's like, oh, this is cool. And she shakes it and she's like, hey, what about the power cell? You think I'm going to ask for something and not want batteries with it? So the, <laughs> the poor energy being is like, OK, fine. And he goes e-h, and squeezes out a crystal and she yep. pops it in there
0: like and this by time, this time it's, it's gone it,
2: yeah. yeah by this time it's gone from like basketball size all the way down to like golf ball size and she's like cool
0: so and it just
1: goes floating off <laughs> i just love how that's like like he actually like he's gonna grant some wishes and they're like dude i want a tricorder like they could replicate one but they no. basically kill this thing to get a tricorder you probably couldn't replicate one with a
2: purple stripe I don't yeah, know. You'd have to, that's true you
0: you'd have to commission one and they would only let you have it. If you're whatever rank, who knows? Like, but...
2: <laughs> and it was yeah. cool. It was like a legit TNG era tricorder, like a, a nice flip down model, not the weird ones or anything. It's like, ah, yeah. oh, cool. I
1: love it. Yeah. It was great. It was funny.
2: So yeah, they're, uh, Tindy and Mariner watch a video of the Admiral fall off a stage during a peace, peace negotiation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, boimler walks in because he's all happy about a new assignment he's given and uh he's going to be escorting uh well piloting the shuttle but escorting general corinne to tulgana 4 um but yeah and that's kind of where we start off it's um gosh it's so funny uh yeah The guys are all working on the shuttlecraft and Boimler comes in in his full dress uniform, which is (laughs) amazing. It's like the TNG full tunic style
0: long. Yeah,
2: long. It looks like the
0: onesies my daughter wears to bed.
2: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's like a long nightshirt. They they could wrap him up like a burrito and get a good nap out of him. (laughs) That's kind of what it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, So
2: they come down to the Yosemite and when he walks in to the shuttlecraft, who was sitting in the pilot seat? Uh, it's Mariner. She's mm. like, what the hell? And she's eating like cup of noodles and has stuff everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that. Like, yeah. the, the, all over the console and stuff.
1: It's I like there's like there's, like like, there's like like ramen soup on these consoles and it, it does not leak into the computer, which is great.
0: Oh, yeah. They I would have figured that out by then. I, yeah, I would <laughs> hope.
1: Now we've got waterproofing down by
2: the 24th century. God, I hope so.
0: And that's, that's the main storyline. I actually liked the B storyline a lot better with Sam Rutherford, where he's like, I don't know if I want to be in it, or, no, the girl. Is his name Sam? Sam Rutherford,
1: yeah. Is this? Oh, I don't know. I, that yeah. uses Rutherford to me. I don't know, I didn't know his oh. first name. But yeah, I kind of like Tindy and Rutherford's story, too.
0: Yeah, he's like been in the more. tubes for a week, and he's like, he, yeah, the tubes, and she's like, but he's like but i gotta go back in for more days and i know so many it guys or tech people who are like that they're like oh i just finished putting this thing together playing this game for a week and they're like okay cool you want to do something like no man i gotta go do like four more days of this shit (laughs) yeah all he wants to do
1: is recalibrate eps
2: conduits that's it's just amazing to him but
1: i I love how excited he is he's like i love eps conduits and they're great like he's so happy like this is awesome (laughs)
0: What's the way you imagine Scotty being, too, down in his warp core? Just like, right. I'm so happy. I'm so happy I'm near the warp core. Yeah. <laughs> it's a basket, it's glue. <laughs>
2: yes. So Tendy kind of puts a guilt trip on him, because they were supposed to watch a pulsar together. and uh, But Rutherford still has days left in the tubes, trying to get EPS conduits done. Um, so because he promised her he's going to try and get out of it, so he goes up to Commander Billups in engineering, and asked for a transfer out of engineering. I this is it was kind of funny because he instead of just saying, Hey, can I get a day off to, to hang out yeah. with my chick, he, he straight up goes, Um, I want to transfer out of engineering totally. Yeah. I better find a career. new career. <laughs> but <laughs> totally. it's it's but it's so Star Trek though, the way they react, they're like, Oh yeah, that's awesome, go for it. You'll find well, something that you
0: really love. They were doing so supportive. And, yeah, they're all dark about it at first and you're waiting for him to get crap. And then they're like, sure, go check it out. They're like, yeah, go
1: it. yeah, like they're so happy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. We want you to find the best thing for you to do. You go have fun kind of thing. No worries. I was like, oh, because even I yeah. didn't expect that. <laughs>
2: yeah. So he gives them the OK to transfer departments. So then we cut back to the Yosemite Mariners and they're taking a nap. <laughs> Boimler awake, wakes her up and is like, hey, Corinne's going to be here in just a minute. And so, uh, uh, Corin comes on board, and Boimler goes to like give this formal Klingon greeting and stuff. Meanwhile, Mariner just like tackles him and starts beating the crap <laughs> out of him and stuff. And trying to uh,
0: kill him, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I knew it. I was watching this, and I was like, "Watch, watch! They're going to be buddies." I'm like, "This yeah, is exactly. going to be a Klingon thing where like you punch each other in the face and then you laugh." And... Yeah, pretty and, much. And Boimler's It reminds just like, what the me. Hell? It reminds me, apparently, of a story my father has told me about when I was a child, and I would make friends. I'd go to the playground, and I'd find some kid I wanted to befriend, and I'd run over, and I'd push him over into the sand, and I'd laugh at his face. Then I'd go, you want to go play? And he'd go, okay, and off we'd run. <laughs> Just, yeah, I can how, see you doing that. How, how to man. make
2: friends and influence people by a day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work so well when you're an adult, but it worked really well, apparently, when on the playground. When I was
1: is, is that why you, you broke my nose when we first met? Is it because you wanted to be friends? <laughs> damn Sure, huh? that's I'm why. I'm just kidding. David never did that. <laughs> David never did that. It's not that I know of. So, so <laughs> oh, Boimler yes. thoroughly
2: perplexed at what's going on, uh, but uh, Mariner explains that they've done some off-the-book gray ops stuff together. Wait, right? <laughs> how like, weird is that? Like they've yeah. done some shit. He's like, what? And then corinne starts and to I boast of his many sexual conquests, and Mariner's <laughs> like, oh, both of them. <laughs>
0: Is great. <laughs> <laughs> just only giving him crap. Well, and I don't know if it was at this point in the episode, but there's a point where she mentions that, like, oh, yeah, I just have experience. And he's like, we're the same age. When did you do all this? Oh, she no, just yeah, ignores yeah. it, keeps going. I'm thinking the same yeah. thing. Like, how did you learn? Well, how yeah,
2: there's, you... there's like a reference to Section 31 stuff in here. And it's like, wait, what? How do they even know this yeah. stuff?
1: Well, there's, she goes, oh, yeah, we, we did some off the book gray stuff back in the day. And he goes, back in the day, we're the same age.
0: Mm uh-huh. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was great
2: so they both proceed to get wasted on Klingon blood wine and start singing their Klingon <laughs> drinking songs and stuff Which is where did you get flaggants
1: from
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. so that's so. part of the reason I do like this because he's asking the questions that I'm asking at the same time even though it's an animated show and we're supposed to let it go he's doing mm-hmm. that like where'd you get this from where did yeah. you get that from what? it doesn't make any sense they're just not answering any of it because yeah. you know, we'll let it but yeah, it, it, it plants nice little seeds that they can answer later too and be like ah that's why like,
2: yeah like, so as they get as, so they approach the planet corinne tells boimler to land in little Kronos, which is freaking <laughs> hilarious so they, he can get some gawk yeah uh, so they they finally land and they get to the klingon district uh what's, little chronos what's Kronos. the
0: funny thing about little Kronos? it's like oh, little Tokyo they, or
1: something. Yeah, it's like little China, yeah, like Chinatown. Oh, okay. I, I thought you meant the word Kronos
0: was gonna mean something. I'm like oh. I don't recognize that no. but
1: Kronos is the name of the Klingon homeworld.
0: Oh.
1: There you go.
2: So there's so in Telgana on the planet there's all these little districts. So there's like little Kronos, little Andoria, little Telluride. Yeah.
0: Yeah, which would totally make sense. That's absolutely what would happen. Most likely.
1: Yeah. But yeah, you don't really see that much. Their, their whole trip through those different, like, lands was great.
2: Yeah, it was hilarious seeing all this stuff. So they're, like, looking at all the different colored gawk to eat. And then this this whole A-plot is them just they, – they get ditched. Corinne ditches them and takes the shuttlecraft, and they're trying to figure out where he's at. So the rest of this whole A-plot is just them going through all these different areas. So they go through, like, the Andorian district, and they run into um, – a bunch of different species that we see and
0: just only a handful uh, of which I recognized.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Some, some were throwbacks to TNG. Some, there was one that was a throwback to TOS.
1: Um, like the, uh, well, like when they're going through the Andorians and she goes like, and he's like, don't tell me about Andorians. They're founding members of the Federation. You can tell me about Tellarites now. Like she, he's like, like, don't, don't try to outschool me. (laughs) Well, yeah. the bar that
0: they went into actually reminded me a lot of the cantina from Star Wars. I'm like, hey, look, there's a bunch of different aliens, and like, they're Ooh. all drinking, and then they get into a fight and all that stuff. But
1: did but did you notice there's a throwback to the animated show? Yeah. In the fight scene. Yep. Okay, fine. You, I'll you, say you it then. Got the, You've got
2: <laughs> you've got the um, uh, gosh, I don't remember what their Vendorians? Is that what they are? Yeah. The shape-shifting, like octopus-looking things? It's the
1: shapeshifter from the oh. Survivor, where they think it's that like rich, like Survivor mogul guy, and he turns into that squid-looking thing that was working for the Romulans from the animated show.
0: Oh right. He's yeah, the old man, that.
1: and he turns uh, into the Viridian really quickly, and then in, into a kid, and then escapes.
0: That's right. Yeah, so he's like, Hah, Hah,
1: and he runs off. That was that was such a great throwback to the to the animated series. Like, it's making it canon. Yeah, it I was really good. Show to another, legitimizing
0: don't... it. It's yeah,
2: and in one of the overflights, it was really fast. But standing next to the bar is I don't know what species it is, but it's uh, RX, the uh, like the big, tall bird-looking guy from the animated series.
0: Oh, okay. Oh,
1: the one from the jihad, it the one. Yeah, no, RX the big... was the the helmsman, the like three-legged guy. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Yeah, ah, the bird one was names. on the big yellow bird was on uh, Infinite Vulcan and the Jihad, couple of, the yeah. big like vulture looking thing. Yeah,
2: yeah. So there was a nice flyover just panning across one of the scenes when they're standing at the bar and you see him standing there. It's like, oh, wait, what? So. <laughs> was, yeah. Yeah. So this whole A-plot is just this whole thing. Them going through. Um, they see uh, Kalon's. Uh, which they're kind of the people with like the looks. It looked like they had like lightning bolts on their heads, their foreheads mm-hmm. and the outside. And that's oh, a, yeah. that's from a TNG episode uh, with Loxana Troy. She falls in love with one of them, but she doesn't realize they all commit suicide when they turn 60. Oh. It's one of the ritual things. Oh,
0: so that's that. well, see, and That threw me because in the Orville, the, the species that's all androids, the robot ones that one of the main crew is are mm-hmm. Kalons also so i was With like oh y, holy cow instead God. of an e. yeah. yeah it's spelled yeah, differently yeah. but yeah gotcha but... yeah so they
2: yeah, go through like, like whole... so they go through like Risa, uh yeah. little Risa, like the horgons and stuff which is freaking hilarious because that's I like it like, that freak... like
1: runs away up up the wall up it goes a that... little monster yeah
2: so meanwhile on the ship, back to the b plot rutherford is going through all this different stuff he's he decides he wants to go to the science division so he's in sick bay with the doctor and Tindy working as a nurse um which is he's like really technically good but his bedside manner just sucks <laughs> he's like here keep the keep this guy distracted yeah and then he's like oh there's only a very small chance you're, you, that you'll die <laughs> And the, the guy starts freaking out. And his heart rate goes through the roof, which puts him in even worse trouble. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. they're like, they basically kick him out of sick bay, and he goes to security. So he goes to meet with uh, Commander Shax, who So engineering
0: up this... and security have the same color uniforms? Or are they supposed to be like slightly different, like a gold and a yellow?
1: No, they're the they're same. They're both yellow. They're, they're yeah. both ops.
0: There's yeah. other colors. Why wouldn't they? No. Uh,
1: no, no. Nobody could be green. No.
0: Green was not available?
2: No. too close. To... No. <laughs> so, so, he, so he gets in with Shaxx, and shax takes him to the uh, holodeck and loads up the combat singu- simulation, and it's called Smorgasbord.
1: <laughs> Smorgasbord.
2: And it's all these right. borg that he has to fight.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah.
2: So, he's like, I don't so know how Lutherford... to fight.
0: Maybe this does.
2: Beep. Yeah, so <laughs> Rutherford doesn't. He's like, I don't know how to fight. So he pushes the little thing on the side of his head in his implant, and he's like, Oh, okay. And his his implant comes up with a uh, combat strategy to kill all these guys. So Shaxx is just like, what? Yeah. Uh, So. Or a
0: horrible reference. I don't know if you guys have seen one of my favorite horrible movies, Dead or Alive, with DOA. And that was the whole plot of it. It's based on the fighting video game and don't get me wrong, the movie is absolutely ridiculous, but it's ridiculous in a fun way that I love. But the main point of the bad guy in that is that he has like a pair of glasses that basically studies everybody's moves in the tournament, and then he wears them and it makes him unbeatable because it can predict everybody's like <laughs> subset. Okay, it's like it. this: he just puts <laughs> on glasses and he can beat everybody up. I'm like, never.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so we cut back down to the planet to little uh, Andoria, and they're about ready to get into a fight uh, or they're at the bar fight um, when this happens. And Boimler is Mariner shoots off a couple of phaser blasts into the sky to shut everybody up. And Boimler is just getting really, I, I don't think pissed is the right word, maybe discouraged or whatever. Cause he's like yeah. looking at Mariner and he's like, you always know what to do. And I've never see you study or do anything. And yet here I am and I can't seem to do a damn thing. Right. Kind of thing. So he, He's just like whatever. He's done. So, he's, it's it's really, it's it's really. Mm, I don't even know what the right word to use is. Weird. I don't know. But Mariner does the right thing. She she's trying to get Boimler going again. She's like, no, no, you can do this. You can do this. So they're trying to get Corinne still. And a Ferengi pops out and it's typical season one TNG Ferengi. Who's doing the whole like finger tapping together. Oh, hello, human kind of thing. Yeah. And of, and we, it, they don't say anything now, but it turns out it's one of Mariner's friends, of course. So that was great. So it's, it's just part of her. It's, it's kind of showing her other side. Like she actually does care what's happening and what's going on with them, which I really liked.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and then i was trying to see so they, to... they
0: name they when Rutherford's on the bridge when he tries to become command and they start loading up the simulations they <laughs> mentioned the janeway protocol what's the <laughs> janeway protocol because everybody seems to i feel like it's me on this podcast everybody knew what he's talking about except for him
1: it's it's on the thing it's not a thing it's oh. never been <laughs> said before
2: it's it's never been said before, but what it's referring to is an episode of Voyager where Janeway says, "Well, in command training, they tell you to take to take the conservative approach, but there's sometimes when you just have to go full blast and just pop right through or burst through or something something like that. So that's what it's referring to. They need he just needs to ram straight into the asteroid to get through the simulation oh. instead of instead of trying to do evasive maneuvers and stuff. Sometimes you just have to go full force and punch through.
1: I just like in that whole scenario where he's doing the simulation on the bridge where he's like, uh, Janeway protocol. And then they're like, Oh my God, the pre-K. Oh, all all the children are in the space!
0: All the children.
1: (laughs) And then, and then the first one with more children. Yeah. It's like, he's like in thousands of simulations, this has literally never Never happened.
0: happened. (laughs) That was,
1: it's just so funny.
0: What was saying? And he likes it. He's like, let's load up another one with more children. Do it. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so
2: far, Rutherford. Yeah. He just kind of like takes him. it. Yeah. I do too. He's a I good character. All four of them are really good.
0: I like all four. Yeah. So yeah Rutherford fu- kind of ties in like a data type character or something. But obviously, if it was a full android, it'd be part of the main ship's crew. So they kind of tie that in well into one yeah. character. He's was- Trying to
2: get some enhancements, and he, it's like. It's great. It, it's like totally rebooting something when he like smacks the side of his head to get himself going again. It's like, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, well,
1: and I like too when when he's in security and he's like, oh, you know, welcome to to the bear pack. Mm-hmm. And it's good because the, the security officer is uh, a Bajoran. And it's funny because like you, you, you notice those like those those like small things when Rutherford defeats the Borg in the simulation, he goes, oh, thank the prophets or, you know, like he yeah. just makes these like comments that you're like, oh, he's, he's a Bajoran. Like he's it fits totally into it. And yeah. then where he introduces him t- to the bear pack of security and he's like, and then Rutherford's like, oh, I don't think this is for me. And they're like, he's like, oh really? It's not for you.
0: That's fine.
1: Go find yourself. Go Be happy. Right. And like, like they're all supportive well, again.
0: They're so always did that, super supportive. Did the bear pack thing make anybody else laugh?
1: I thought it was funny. I thought it was. Oh.
0: It made me laugh because bears don't live in packs. I think I, I
1: think <laughs> I,
0: I, bears I live pretty much isolationist. They don't. They don't live in giant packs and work together.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't know. So they so, said that, and I'm like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: so we cut back down to the planet. Um, boimler finally sees the shuttlecraft which is hilarious it's covered in parking tickets <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just stuck to the stuck to the front window of the, of the shuttlecraft so of course they brush them off and they're like well what are they gonna do track us down <laughs> yeah
0: so yeah. send me a bill in space Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. so they they find corinne inside totally passed out he's just blood wine and kegs and stuff everywhere he's just wasted um so Beckett and Mer, uh, Beckett and Boimler pick him up and they leave him but they just drop him at the front door of the Federation embassy
0: mm-hmm. and, a,
2: and another right. officer finds him yeah he's like oh you're just in time <laughs> so they make their way back to the Cerritos and uh um Boimler's kind of laughing about it and, and trying to play it off so uh Tendy and Rutherford then still at the bar kind of talks about it and he's like He's trying to apologize to Tendi that he was trying to find another position on the ship, um, but they won't be able to watch the pulsar like he promised. And Tendi's like, well, I can just watch it here on my pad with you and the Jeffrey's tubes. It's like, oh, duh, she just wanted some company. That was it. So it was so cute. I
1: liked it. Maybe
0: you didn't need to try and blow up your whole life just for the... Uh, but like you said, too, he could have just gone and been like, can I have a day off or take some leave at this time? Or yeah, yeah, he could something. have just been like, hey, can I get like, a
2: few hours off to hang out with this chick? Yeah,
0: or, or and, work somewhere other than inside the tube. Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: and and that's how the whole episode wraps is down in the Jeffrey's tubes with uh, Tendy watching the pulsar on her, on her pad. And Rutherford's working on the EPS conduit still. And they're just sitting there chilling. It's like, oh, like it's I, so
0: beautiful. And he looks I, at all of his work and he's like, yes, it yes, is. It is. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. so It's It's
2: nice. I see a little, a little bedding relationship there. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I but, know how he feels. Cause when I've rigged up like a, a server room or something and all the cables are nice and organized and it's all set, I'm like, Oh, it's so pretty. Cause I know it's not going to last. Somebody's yeah, going to go in no. there and move something around. It's going to be it's all not, messed up. It'll get
1: touched.
2: Yeah. The other thing I noticed in here was when they when they first go down to Telgana 4 to the station and they kind of do the flyover and you kind of see the way it's spread out. If you compare that side by side to Far Point station, which yeah. we'll see coming up, it's almost identical layout to Far Point, which is it looks a
1: lot like it, yeah.
2: Which is pretty interesting, cool. the way it's like the spider design kind of. But cool. yeah, I mean we hit there was so many great little callbacks between like the station layout, the dress uniform. Um, Oh, when they landed on the planet and there were all those shuttles around, there were a whole bunch of really old looking shuttles. Like there were TOS era shuttles down there with them and different things, which was, yeah, a nice little callback. The only thing that kind of threw me was the section 31 reference.
1: When (laughs) Boimler's like, walking,
2: walking. yeah, (laughs) Well, this is our section 31. I'm like, really? Wait, how the hell do you know about this?
1: that's funny well maybe he he's done some off the books gray stuff we don't know that uh, could be yeah (laughs) that's
0: like any of us being like that's how they do it in area 51 like
1: (laughs) yeah that's true
2: we
0: all know it exists but we don't necessarily know how they do everything
2: true so what do you guys think jeff final thoughts
1: This is a fun episode. I I like it. You know, I know pilot episodes usually there's a lot going on, but this one is just, it was funny. It was just, it was well written. I like all the jokes. I like that they're, I think, you know, because like with TOS and TNG specifically, like they're very bottle episodes. They're very self-contained. We don't really ever mention kind of what happened in that episode. This one is just full on Star Trek. They're like, there's aliens everywhere. Let's reference this thing that happened and then this thing. And like, they, they talk about, star trek is like a whole universe and i love that there's all these aliens just like like, interacting with each other so and it was funny and it's very heartfelt and i like the characters um i think it's great i i love the other show so far
2: yeah with all those characters with all the different species and stuff it felt very like crossroads of the federation kind of thing like here's all these everybody has like their own little section of town what about you dave
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm really, really enjoying this. I feel like this is embracing kind of the spirit of what Jeff said every time in the animated series of like, it's animated. This is the stuff they can get away with and do because it's animated. They can do a lot more. Could they make with CGI episodes that, that look like this? Yeah, but it'd be super CGI heavy and very expensive and tough to put out. This, they're like, we can reference everything under the sun and just kind of draw in aliens from everywhere and be fine because at the same time, people who aren't going to like this are just going to be like well it's not canon it was like a joke thing that they made but they do they do a really good job of making the references on point i think at least the stuff that i've seen and they do a pretty good job of character development despite this being an obviously very funny show um all all three characters at least three of the four main characters made progress in the course of this episode and some kind of development. The only exception might be the green girl cause she wanted to watch the pulsar and then she watched the pulsar.
2: Yeah. But she <laughs> was kind of the, she was kind of the catalyst for all of Rutherford stuff. Yeah. Tendy. I
1: liked, I, I liked like her. I, did,
0: I, liked oh, I like her too. This just wasn't one of her development episodes, but I mean, you're talking about in 22 minutes, they managed to cram a huge amount of references, make oh, me yeah. laugh several times, a, a good chunk of times, at least giggle and mm. develop three of the main characters pretty well.
2: It's yeah. a good story. So in yeah. the first episode, you had said that there were, it seemed like a lot of the laughs were given away in the trailer. Did this yeah. one kind of live up to not coming in just fresh without knowing what was going to happen? Did that kind of live up to it for you? Or is it?
0: It was more interesting that way. I mean, the best, one of the best jokes, which was the blast shield was in the trailers. I remember blast seeing, it. but yeah. I, it still was fun watching it. Like I, I smiled as I saw her get up there. She's like, this is the one with the blast shield. I'm like, ah, it's going <laughs> to <laughs> but it is it's smart writing they didn't now they haven't given much away and i get that too pilot episodes you got to kind of give away the store to get people yeah. to come watch it at all and then be like okay now we got you hooked now we got to try and feed in a bit more and it does seem like they're doing a pretty good job of that so i'm i'm enjoying this this is like a it's probably like a 9 on the devometer meter <laughs> 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 well, so the price. last
2: the last thing i have here in my notes is kind of a tie in we just got done recording uh, and well, will be released soon. Uh, the recording for Star Trek II, uh, The Wrath of Khan, and there's this the scene in here when Beckett is kind of half asleep, and she's mumbling to herself, and she's all buried alive, marooned for all eternity, which is what sinks, uh, which is what Khan says when Kirk leaves him marooned on Regula in the episode. Ooh. Yeah, and right. she mutter- and she mutters like moons of Nibia, because. It's another con reference because he told Kirk that he would chase him around the moons of Manibula uh, before giving up his mission of vengeance against him. So there's
0: was,
1: there was a nice con callback from Mariner. Yeah,
0: we timed those It's, well. it's <laughs> funny
1: because she, she says, you know, trapped for all eternity. And then she goes, oh, I just had a great dream. And I was like, why is it a great dream to be trapped for all eternity? And I'm like, oh, my God. It's a con-, and I didn't even get that until you said it.
0: Yeah.
1: That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah.
0: But I did notice Bared that she alive. woke up and was like, I was having a great dream, and I'm like, that sounded like a nightmare, but okay. Oh, is that a freaking <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So many it, layers to this.
2: I'm with you guys. It was a great episode. I loved it. I'm looking forward to next week's, and I'm purposefully not watching the the little thing they tack on to the end next time on Lower Decks. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm
1: trying not to either.
2: Yeah, so. I watched we'll get, it, but
0: I already forgot what it was in.
2: Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, so next week we'll have that episode. It's called Temporal Edict and Ooh, time we'll s- yeah maybe i don't know so we'll see what it's about so cool. david you want to do our quick wrap up real
0: fast yeah we'll check us out at here. nerd check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com you can send us an email or check out our social medias or buy our stuff at cafe press we would love it if you'd do that just you know kind of as a personal favor to us just go do that go buy our stuff uh, and wherever you're listening get yourself a thong a g-string a <laughs> cup a pillow a sweatshirt whatever you feel like uh and wherever you're listening to this go rate us give us five star rating and review on that place so we can get it and read it out on the air
2: awesome please well, thank you everybody so much for joining us today and we will catch you all next week with episode three of lower decks thanks See
0: everybody. Bye.